It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic. Your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is May 23rd, 2019. My name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow us on Twitter at, at Locked On Magic. Follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk a little bit about awards season once again as the Magic were snubbed from the all-defensive teams, and Aaron Gordon is not taking too kindly to it. In fact, he has not taken too kindly to the Magic snubbing at all. So we'll reset that story here in just a bit. And then we'll continue our player evaluation series with the final player we'll talk about uh, uh, for this series, Nikola Vucevic. So we'll talk all about Nikola Vucevic's fantastic season. And yes, what may lie in the future for Nikola Vucevic. It's going to be an interesting summer for sure for him as well as for the Orlando Magic by uh, by extension. But before we do any of that, I want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network by searching for them on iTunes or the Himalaya app. Download the Himalaya app today to get podcasts delivered directly to your device, just like you would with any other podcast service. But what's different about Himalaya is it allows you to, to really make the podcast listening experience unique. You can... Search for new podcasts. There's a ton of podcasts from all your favorite providers, including the Lockdown Podcast Network, but it'll also suggest podcasts to you. And then on top of that, you can create playlists of your favorite podcasts or the podcasts you want to listen to and, and order them the way you want to order them. I know I'm someone that listens to a lot of podcasts, both on and off the Lockdown Podcast Network, and being able to do that is such a great tool. The Himalaya app has every Locked On podcast, and and again, every podcast that you could probably think of as well, all on their app. Download the Himalaya app today. It's the home of the Locked On Podcast Network. And check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network, whether it's Locked On Warriors, Locked On Bucks, Locked On Raptors, or right here on Locked On Magic. You can find them all, uh, find them all, including NBA, MLB, college, and NFL teams too. It's all on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And of course, the last bit of housekeeping here to take care of this podcast is sponsored by Hotels.com. Don't hate, like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com, be there, do that, get rewarded. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. 
Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Earlier in the week, I discussed the Magic snub from the Sixth Man of the Year Award as well as Coach of the Year Award voting. Both Terrence Ross and Steve Clifford are very deserving of recognition as the as the uh, 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 winners of those awards. Now, Lou Williams will probably win Sixth Man of the Year, and, and Steve Clifford probably wouldn't win Coach of the Year because Mike Budenholzer and Mike Malone have both done very good jobs with their respective teams. I expect them, I expect them to, to to win those awards. And so, the argument here is not that those guys should win those awards. It's that they should be finalists. That they should get some recognition at the Kia NBA Awards. After all, Steve Clifford. Finished uh, with the led the Magic to the biggest turnaround in the NBA this season. Got the team to the playoffs at 42 wins. They had an incredible second half of the season. He did an incredible coaching job, and honestly, I suspect that Steve Clifford will be in the top five or six in in get voting. So it's not that the not being named a finalist doesn't mean you didn't get any votes. It just means you didn't finish in the top three. And again, I'll say this say this repeatedly. Mike Boonholzer, Mike Malone are my two picks to win Coach of the Year, one of those two. Doc Rivers is perfectly acceptable finishing third. I'm not so upset with that. I am curious where Steve Clifford finished in the voting. But personally, I am a bit upset that Terrence Ross didn't get a finalist nod. After all, he set an NBA record for the most three-pointers made by a player without starting a single game in a season. He was a vital piece to the Magic and was honestly one of the best six men in the entire league. If he did not finish fourth in voting, I will be very, very upset. And I think most people who watch the Magic would be very upset as they're, as they're upset he didn't get into the top three. Lou Williams is going to win the award. No one's doubting that. But Terrence Ross had a season that was as good, if not better, than what DeMontis Sabonis did for the Indiana Pacers. Certainly better than what DeMontis Sabonis did for the Indiana Pacers. No offense to DeMontis Sabonis. Uh, but probably also better than what Montrez Harrell did to the, for the LA Clippers. Terrence Ross, to me, should be second in sixth man of the year voting. At the very least, he should be third. At the very least, he should have that invite to Los Angeles or wherever they're holding it. I don't know where they're holding the award show this year. But he should be at the award show. And as I noted Monday when I talked about it, a lot of this just has to do with the Magic were so far out of sight, out of mind. They didn't have any national TV games. They were not talked about by the national media. And so they were rendered irrelevant. Their season passed in anonymity and their playoff appearance, obviously, the votes came after the votes came before the playoffs began. Most people probably turned their votes in before the Magic even clinched a playoff spot, and that's for all these awards that we're going to talk about today. So the Magic were just simply ignored. And the, 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 the next bit of award business has slowly come out. The all-rookie teams were announced. No one expected the Magic to have anyone there. Mo Bamba actually got a second-team vote. Why? I don't know, but he got one. Good on him. And then the all-defensive teams came out today. And of the 10 players, of the, of the 10 players listed in all the all-defensive team, the Magic didn't have anyone there either. Somewhat expected. But of all the players who received votes... The Magic got zero. In fact, the Orlando Magic were the only playoff team 
not to have a single person voted onto one of the all-defensive teams. Not a single vote. This is a team that finished with a top 10 defense. And I do think it is an interesting thought experiment to say, okay, if we were to recampaign this, who would we put our campaigning behind for all-defensive teams? Aaron Gordon did get the call on, on most of the best players in the league, and, and I'd say he'd probably be the guy. But, you know, I'm not going to be too upset that he didn't make the all-defensive team. I don't think he was at that level quite yet. But certainly, he deserved a vote. Jonathan Isaac may have deserved a vote. Nikola Vucevic, only, honestly, probably deserved some votes for how well he played on the defensive end. These are all splitting hairs in a lot of ways. Until you see... The players get involved. Take this stuff personally. And and that's really where the news comes in. Aaron Gordon saw the all-defensive teams. Saw the voting results. And said, quote, on said on Twitter, quote, y'all sleep. Assume asleep with a sleeping emoji. Media is pulling from nationally televised games only. Not enough to be locking down on your local stations. Not a single vote? Bet. I'm not sure what all of that means. But I think Evan Fournier, in quote tweeting it, said, lock up season with three padlocks. Three padlock emojis. Oh, it is on. It is on. Aaron Gordon also took to Twitter uh, a f- last week when the award nominations were out to defend his guys as well. Saying, quote, on Twitter, crazy how Coach Cliff wasn't in the conversation for Coach of the Year. And then following that up with, quote, also T. Ross should be talked about for Sixth Man, a.k.a. Lou Will Award, LOL. Aaron Gordon's going to bat for his guys. Aaron Gordon's going to bat for himself. He said it during exit interviews that the next step for him to get consideration for his goal to be Defensive Player of the Year and to make the all-defensive team is for the Magic to get on TV, for the Magic to be seen, to be part of the conversation, to get recognized as a good team, which they were this year, by the way. They were a playoff team with just one measly national television appearance, one measly ESPN appearance on the last day of the season. And God bless Doris Burke for trying to put the magic over on that game from from everything I heard. I watched the the Fox Sports Florida broadcast, but she tried her best to make everyone realize, hey, this magic team is really good. This magic team is certainly worthy of a playoff berth and is pretty good. We appreciate it, Doris. We really do. But Aaron Gordon knows how this game is played. He went on the starters on Tuesday and said it quite simply, you know, we know that that the voters watch the nationally televised games. They watch the TNT games. They watch the ESPN games. The Magic kind of slipped under the radar all year long. And now it's up to them to change that. Now it's up to them to double up this playoff appearance. And then you could tell Gordon was still pretty giddy about the playoff experience and hungry to get back. They don't expect to be sitting in the lottery again next year. 
no matter what happens this summer, they want to make they they believe they can make the playoffs again, and they absolutely should. That should be the standard from now from here on out. But obviously, the voters didn't care about the magic this year, and it's reflected in the voting. Aaron Gordon absolutely deserves at least one all-defensive team vote. He had an incredible defensive year, and and as I've said, I think he played good defense on Kawhi Leonard in the playoffs. Kawhi Leonard is just really freaking good. And Gordon, I think, learned that he has to keep working hard. He has to keep working harder and getting better to get to the level that he wants to get to, where he is a no doubt on those, those all-defensive teams. No doubt. But he'll get there. And very clearly, he's invested in his teammates, and now he's, in, and he's invested in making sure the Magic get the notice so they can be part of these award discussions, which they should be already. They shouldn't have to, they shouldn't have to be on national TV to be part of these discussions. But here we are. And in August, when the schedule comes out, I'll be very curious to see if the Magic do get a little bit more national TV love than they, ha- than they have in the past. Because they're a winning team now. But only time will tell. And only time will tell how Aaron Gordon uses these snubs for himself and his teammates to get a whole lot better. Before we go any further, today's show is brought to you by Untuck It. I've been kind of telling this story all week long as, as we've been, you know, we've been trying to pump up our, our advertisers a little bit. We appreciate them. And, and if and if they want to send me a free shirt, I, I'm, I'm happy to take it because Untuck It shirts, I can tell tell you from experience, are, are really some of the most stylish, comfortable shirts that, that I've ever worn. Um, it, it is a shirt that is a, a button-down shirt, so it looks nice. It's it's like a it's like a mullet. It's it's party in the front, or it's business in the front, party in the back. Well, but not really kind of like that because the shirt is designed to be worn untucked. You know, I'm someone that, you know, I don't dress up all the time, but but I do like to dress up, but but I always feel like whenever I'm wearing like one of those button-down shirts, leaving it untucked just looks messy. The, the, the tail is kind of too long. It's just kind of all over the place, and I, I don't feel like it's a good look. But tucking it in makes me feel a little too formal to go out. Untuck It gives you the best of both worlds. It's a comfortable shirt that fits that fits very comfortably, that makes you feel dressed up a little bit, but leaves you the comfort and ca- and casualness of leaving your shirt untucked. These shirts can be tucked. You know, I'm not. I'm not. You can even wear them to work. I, I've worn. I've worn them to work a few times, tucked in, and it, it, it's a little bit of a struggle. Definitely, definitely wear an undershirt when you do that. Maybe, but but it, 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 it's a versatile shirt that allows you to feel comfortable, feel confident, but feel relaxed and loose too. Untuck It is a great shirt for guys or girls. They have, I believe they have girl styles too. Maybe they don't. Um, but it's a great shirt that pulls off the casual untucked look that isn't sloppy. Untuck It is a solution that fits just, just right. And their shirts are specifically designed to look great untucked and feel comfortable to work on work or on the weekend. No tucking or tailoring required. They're shirts for all all sizes of, of person, all, all shapes and sizes of people. Go to untuckit.com, enter the promo code NBA, and get 20% off your shirt today. And again, if they want to send me a free shirt, I will not be against it. I'm a shill. I'll, 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 ta- I'll take it if you give it to me. 
Untuck It. Definitely check it out today. I highly recommend it personally. Um, definitely, definitely check out Untuck It. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So for our player for our player uh, evaluation series, uh, I've decided to save the best for last. Nikola Vucevic has, has had a, a winding road with the Orlando Magic, to say the least. It feels like for the last three seasons, the Magic have done everything they can to get rid of him. To send him on his way, to, to move on to the next guy. The the going thought, and, and I would consider myself a Nikola Vucevic defender, but I would always agree with the statement that no matter you know, Nikola Vucevic is what he is. A solid offensive player, good jump shooter, someone who can spread the floor, better passer than people give him credit for, but not someone that you can build an elite defense around, and ultimately a guy that that puts a ceiling on your team. Perhaps I, I still believe some of that. But the, the going idea was Vucevic was not the answer. And so for the last three years, Orlando has seemingly been trying to groom and find a way to make Vucevic expendable. They brought in Serge Ibaka, who everyone thought would be the starting center to, to push Vucevic out. Then they brought in Bismack Biyombo to play next to him, which made no sense. Vucevic had to fight and, and, and you know, kind of just played his role, you know, not complaining too much. Supposedly, he did think about asking for a trade after he was moved out of the starting lineup in favor of Biombo for a little while. But he beat them all out. He was better than all of those players, despite his shortcomings. And then came this year's draft. The Magic drafted Mo Bamba, a project center who was clearly everything that Nikola Vucevic was not. And credit to Nikola Vucevic, he didn't take it as competition. He didn't take him as a replacement. He took him as someone he needed to mentor and help. And that will help Mo Bamba's development in the future. But the Magic didn't draft Mo Bamba to be Vucevic's immediate replacement. Steve Clifford had ideas. You know, he believed this roster could be a playoff roster from the very beginning. He wasn't here about the past. And, you know, supposedly when Clifford first took the job, he met with Nikola Vucevic over dinner and discussed his plans for the team. And Vucevic already had the bug in his ear that Clifford would be very good for him. And so instead of Clifford and and Bamba and the future coming being the end of Nikola Vucevic, it instead turned into the best season of his career. It instead turned into a year he will never forget. From the birth of his first son, to an all-star appearance, to a playoff appearance. To the first time in his career averaging 20 points per game or more. Nikola Vucevic was the central focus of the Magic's offense. 
for the first time really in his in his career with Orlando. And I, you know, you really think about this. When Vucevic first came to Orlando, Aaron Aflalo and Jameer Nelson were the two guys. Then came Victor Oladipo and Tobias Harris. Vucevic was never really the first option. He was a leading scorer. He was a big rebounder. But he was not the guy they played through. He was a screener, uh, sometimes post-up player, but not really a, f- a central focus. And Steve Clifford created an offense, it seemed, that took advantage of everything Vucevic could do. From his rebounding, from his shooting, from his passing, to his screening, to his rolling, to his post-up play. Even defensively, Clifford unlocked a level to Vucevic that nobody thought he had. He earned an all-star berth. It wasn't some fluke. It wasn't because the Magic were playing well. They were playing poorly at the time, in fact. And Vucevic deserved his all-star bid. The first all-star the Magic have had since Dwight Howard. Yeah, Nikola Vucevic joins the pantheon of great Magic centers. Shaq, Dwight, Vucevic. They're the top three centers in Magic history, bar none. He averaged 20.8 points per game, 12 rebounds per game, 3.8 assists per game, all career highs. Shot a 54.9% effective field goal percentage, also surprisingly a career high. He got to the line more, 2.8 attempts per game, near his career high. He was efficient with his shooting, 51.8% from the floor. He was able to hit threes at a consistent rate, 36.4%. But more importantly, he got into the paint a lot more. Worked the post a lot more. Defended extremely well using positioning and footwork to make up for his lack of athleticism. He wasn't a rim protector, but he protected the lane admirably when the Magic were playing their best. And all of a sudden, Vucevic feels like a much more important part of the team than ever before. He was vital to the team's success. The Magic are a 25-20 win team if Nikola Vucevic doesn't have the season he had. He was outstanding. Quite simply, outstanding. The best player on the team by far. Something that we probably all suspected but didn't really want to say out loud. Vucevic proved it time and time and time again. You could probably count on two hands the number of just, before the playoffs at least, flat-out bad games that he had. In fact, scrolling through his game log, he had just two games in the regular season where he scored fewer than 10 points. And Vucevic was happy to report that, that you know when he played poorly, Steve Clifford let him know. When he didn't play up to standards, Steve Clifford let him know. But no player on this team was more important than Nikola Vucevic. He was the engine that made it go. He was the, the driving force for the team. And it's why the Toronto Raptors made sure they eliminated him from the game. In the playoff series, they pushed him. They made him uncomfortable. They doubled him. And Vucevic was rushing a little bit, knowing how important he was to the team. When Orlando made a run in Game 3, Vucevic finally broke through, and you could kind of feel the energy building up again. It's a huge moment for him, but it just couldn't sustain. The Raptors were too good, their defensive schemes too good, the Magic's offensive weapons too limited. 
And while Nikola Vucevic had a fantastic season that we should not forget and does not outweigh, and, and, and certainly outweighs all he did in the playoffs, the playoffs still make you think. How far can this team go with Nikola Vucevic at its center? In the playoffs, of course, Nikola Vucevic was far from the player that he was in the regular season. 11.2 points per game, just 8 rebounds per game, 3 assists per game, shot 36.2% from the floor, 23.1% from beyond the arc. Just 3 of 13 from beyond the arc. and Couldn't get to the foul line, couldn't create much of anything. Had 15 assists against 13 turnovers in the playoff series. What we saw in the playoffs was not Nikola Vucevic. Not the Nikola Vucevic we saw all year. And I, I would venture to guess, now that he's been to the playoffs as the central focus, he will be much better the next time he gets there. That it was a learning lesson for him as much as anything else. But of course, the big question then is, the next time Nikola Vucevic is in the playoffs, will he be in a Magic uniform? Because all that talk of, of finally moving on from him finally comes to a head with his free agency. The Magic drafted Bamba. They're invested in him. They're not about to, to do anything that will block his development. They're not about to commit a ton of money to a player that isn't part of their future. There is and should be a threshold that the Magic do not cross with Nikola Vucevic. But there's also the fair argument that if Vucevic isn't the future at all, why commit four years to him and block Bamba from entering the starting lineup when he's ready? Vucevic had a big season at the right moment for him. This is, a, this is his time to get the big contract that he deserves because he took a pay cut when he, or didn't take a pay cut, but he took a little bit of a, a, a discount deal to stay with the Magic four years ago. And now that we know that he can play like this and you know, at 28 years old, he certainly can sustain this level for a few more years. Now that we know he can play like this, he's certainly worth a lot to the Magic and around the league. It will be interesting to see how things develop for Nikola Vucevic this summer, and, and we will talk a lot more about that as June 30th approaches. So remember, free agency now starts June 30th at, I think, 6 p.m. Eastern time. We will talk a lot about it as that comes up. Because there is a multi-pronged debate about it. And the playoffs did expose some of those weaknesses that we've always suspected about Vucevic. His struggles with physicality. You know, can he step up and actually lead and carry a team? For most of the regular season, he did. For the playoffs, he certainly did not. And the Magic do need to begin transitioning to who they will be in the future, who they are going to be, not who they are now. But the bottom line is, Nikola Vucevic was the best player on the Orlando Magic in 2019. In every way that everyone has doubted Vucevic, at least during the regular season, Vucevic proved them all wrong. He was a good defender for the most part. He was an efficient and ruthless offensive player, taking over a lot of games and stretches. Maybe not in clutch situations, which centers don't typically do. He was, outside of Anthony Davis and Nikola Jokic, the best passing big man in the league. Orlando used all his talents and all his weapons and finally unlocked them to unleash 
you know, not a strong offense. Let's, let's be real. The Magic were still one of the worst offenses in the league. But it le- unleashed enough consistency to deliver the victories that they needed. This was a huge season for Vucevic, obviously, for the contract purposes. But this was a huge season for him to prove everyone wrong. To make everyone think, maybe we should keep him around a little longer. Who knows if the Magic will. That's a decision that's still undecided. But no one can debate this. Nikola Vucevic was very, very good this year. The best player the Magic have had, the best player the Magic had all year, and probably the best player that's been best season and best player the Magic have had in uniform since Dwight Howard left. And to me, that's you know, I, I think I've made it clear where I stand. To me, that is very hard to let go of without a little bit of a fight. And those are the questions Nikola Vucevic raised this year is whether he deserves a place in this team's short-term future. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Just a quick reminder, today's podcast was also sponsored by Grip6 Belts, just like the previous sponsor that we had here. I do wear Grip6 Belts, and they are such a fantastic, versatile accessory to any any outfit that you have. Um, it is a... And a, a an, an adjustable uh, flat belt, flat belt buckle, no loops, no like you know pinching things. It's it's it, I hate those. Like the, the loops always go go bad. You know I, I lost a ton of ton of weight recently, so all, all my belts were just too small. The Grip Six belt doesn't have any of those problems. It is completely adjustable belt. There's it's 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 not a one size fits all obviously, but it's it's pretty much you know one size fits the range that the belt comes in. Um, it, it it is an incredibly thoughtful gift for. Anyone in your family, ultra lightweight, no holes, no flap, carries a low profile with the buckle laying flat against the waist, and it's super, super comfortable, goes well with jeans, goes well with khakis, can fit any outfit that you have. Grip6 is the only belt with no holes, no flap, and no bulk, and Grip6 has a special offer for you at grip6.com slash lock. That's grip6.com slash L-O-C-K-E, lock with an E. Definitely check out Grip Six. I again cannot more highly more highly recommend it. It is the belt that I wear with pretty much every outfit that I have. I love it and absolutely suggest that you give it a try as well. Definitely check it out. Grip6.com/lock. But that's going to do it for us today. I want to thank you all again for listening. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic as well. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and the Himalaya app. Check out the Himalaya app for all the Locked On podcasts. You can download them all or create playlists and get suggestions for great podcasts that you might like on the Locked On Podcast Network, like Locked On NBA, or check out Locked On Raptors and Locked On Bucks ahead of Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals. You can follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD, and of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Follow us on Twitter at omagicdaily. 
On the next episode of Locked On Magic, we'll conclude our player evaluation series by discussing the jobs that Steve Clifford and Jeff Weltman did this past season. Definitely some good discussion as we begin to close the book on the 2019 season a little bit and look ahead to the offseason coming up here in a couple weeks. Really, a couple weeks, just about a month away from the end, a little bit less than a month away from the NBA draft. But that's going to do it for me. I want to thank you all again for listening. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossenreich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.